Ellie is our house. This is the main podcast. Hey guys, I'm here with Lewis and Michelle. Hey. Hello. Uh, so as we know, Bobby is out this week. He is out gallivanting in Japan, wherever that wherever that is. I know where he is. If you want me to say, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I think we need to keep his is. Oh no, 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 yeah, no. His, his, his whereabouts away from the listeners because. <laughs> You never know when you might have that one crazy fan that's going to fly no, out, you're right. out there. No, uh, you're right. You're right. Somewhere in Japan. If you can find him there, you know, good luck. So, guys, we have... What, where, what are we? we uh, episode 125 now. So, we're, we're... I'm bad at this, by the way, at the hosting part portion of it. I'm totally not prepared. Uh, let's, let's get into it. Yeah, first of all, let's welcome Michelle, who's setting up for Bobby. Michelle Thanks Hooting. for having me again. Michelle Hooting, of course, who writes for MLS Female, uh, of Twitter fame, of Instagram fame. If you don't follow her, go do that because she puts up articles. She talks a lot about the galaxy and she has a she's a very entertaining follow. Thank you. Yeah, I do my best to keep up on Soccer Saturdays and keep everybody entertained. And of course, there's Lewis. We all know Lewis. Yeah, I mean... If I was already the unpopular one with Michelle on the show, that gap got even like bigger. <laughs> hey, you're, the fav- you're the favorite. You're Angel's favorite from straight from the stands. He's told he told us that on Twitter. Although he Fake said Bobby news. Was, although although Bobby he said Bobby was his favorite in real life. In no in no scenario was I ever the favorite. So <laughs> slow and steady wins the race. That's right. That's right. Uh, guys, let's get into LA versus Minnesota. We hosted the Loons on Saturday and came away very disappointed. Yeah, what I can say is I'm glad that I tailgate uh, ahead of time with you and I stop over with Leslie and Jamie because it really helps. Um, I mean, when Alessandrini scored in the seventh minute, I, of course, was thrilled. I was lucky enough to capture that goal for my Instagram. But, like, you know, when we're up, it seems like that's when we start to lose. And, like, you know, Legette ended up scoring, and that was wonderful. And I'm so glad for him. Like, he'd been needing that. Um, but like I said, like, the two Minnesota goals, they were they were straight up stupid, but you could see them coming. And, unfortunately, the second one came late in the, seven, like, what, 80th minute or something? Yeah. Yeah. Again, it, I'm so sick of this defense. This defense is giving me fits. I mean, we could spend probably the entire podcast – on how crappy our defense is, but then I hear Bobby. But it's nothing new to say. No, I know that exactly. I hear Bobby in my head going like, "We already talked about this crap." I'm I'm so sick of saying the same thing over and over again. But that's like that's the point, right? I'm sick mm-hmm. of saying this over and over and over again. This defense is terrible. And if and- I may, I will start my article with that. <laughs> I'm sick of writing and, and <laughs> over and over. And what makes things worse is that Jorgen Shelvick comes out. And he's like, boy, I'm tired of making all these mistakes. And it's like, yeah, you think? You get paid like a million dollars. Like, uh, why? Lewis? Yes. Do you have now, Bobby's not officially here, so you, you can go ahead and rant, but I'll, I'll stop you from rambling. But, but, but the thing is, is that, like, I hear him more when he's not here. <laughs> It's like he's talking to me in Japanese, and I, for some reason, I know exactly what he's saying. <laughs> I think it's just tone. That's just the tone. The tone. I, I guess. No, look. Yes. It, it almost seems like every week, even through the wins, we talk about the defense and how it lets yep. us down and how it continues to leak goals, uh, goals that are very easily pre- uh, preventable. And it's extremely frustrating to watch. It's frustrating to watch a team who should be winning games at home against weak opposition. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can go back to not just this Minnesota game, which feels, again, like a loss, because I don't think anybody can really say, yep, this was a draw and, you know, we're starting our unbeaten streak again. Nope, this this feels like a loss. Uh, the same as the San Jose game, the same as the DC United game, yes. um, and the Colorado game, which we actually did lose. These are four games where you should have gotten 12 points, and you've dropped nine. 
nine points in those four games. And um, add those nine points to the Galaxy right now. Um, actually, no, I think that's too much. Six, uh, no, no, nine points. Uh, oh, y- you add those. You add those nine points to the Galaxy's tally, and they would be sitting in first place in the Western Conference. They would. I mean, it, it's. I, I know it's that woulda, coulda, shoulda, and you probably should not. You know. Uh, talk about that or look at it in that way but it's extremely difficult not to when you were facing San Jose in which you were up two goals at home or I'm sorry on the road but you're going up against a San Jose team who has, had not beaten anybody since Minnesota of last season um, right. you but had if, if a, the Galaxy sorry to interrupt you but if the Galaxy were sitting in first place right now with our defense we wouldn't be happy either I mean we you know like it doesn't look good and that and like if we want anything to change um, I don't. I don't think that us being in the in the top spot is going to help that. I think obviously we we had mentioned this on the podcast that during the nine game unbeaten streak, that the performances were mediocre at best. Yeah, yeah. And they weren't, you know, really turning heads. They weren't really saying, "Oh, we're now legitimate contenders." Uh, you were masking a problem that was always there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defense was always bad, but the offense was always able to bail them out. Sometimes, you know, uh, vice versa. The offense started off uh, hot and then cooled off in the second half where the defense just couldn't stop and hold the lead. But even if you were still in first place, yes, the deficiency of the defense would still be there. And obviously, it only takes one fuck-up in the playoffs to uh, end your season. And more than likely, that probably would have happened at some point before um, any sort of, um, you know, legitimate run at MLS Cup. I mean, mm-hmm. t- to be perfectly mm-hmm. fair, um, even if we got that by, we would be playing another team that just as perfectly as capable. I mean, we could easily be playing Kansas City or Portland or LAFC. Mm-hmm. And I- any one of those teams can come out and, be- and beat us um, because of our defense. Um, that's just the sad reality of the team. They, they didn't make any moves. They were handicapped. And yep. So they, they shot themselves in the foot there. They have to ride the season out, and they're going to have to ride out, you know, with, you know, that Swiss cheese, uh, Swiss cheese defense that they've yeah. had all season. Which is sad, considering the fact that they invested so much in that back line. But yeah, and and sadly, sadly, Louis, uh, I, I have to correct you. It's not Swiss cheese. It's it's uh, French and Norwegian cheese because uh, <laughs> Jurgen Schelling is not from Switzerland. Uh, fair enough. That's fair. <laughs> he had he had some he had some post game comments. He said uh, we need to work on our shape and our tactics. Two easy goals we concede happens again when we're up. Then we fuck up and they score easy goals. It's the same thing we've been doing all season. So we need to work on our tactics and how to defend. So, uh, you know, that, that comment says a lot. Uh, first of all, if that comes in game three or four, I think I go, okay, yeah, I, I, he's right. We need, they need to, to work some stuff out. It's week 25, guys. It's I know. Week 25, and-, and we have Siggy Schmidt and Dominic Kinnear, two guys who used to be head coaches in MLS and more of the defensive coaches in the league and you have your highest paid defender saying we need to work on tactics i mean the galaxy straight up look like uh, honest to god like like they're playing high school soccer like you know you you see them standing there literally watching stuff happen um bingham can only do so much and now everybody's just like you know what he sucks too and um, I mean, he has to work extra hard because the back line is failing. But I just watch them pass and pass and pass, but they just pass, like, without any purpose, without, like, they don't put any pressure, and they don't move the ball forward, and it, and it is really frustrating to watch. Yeah, it's, as a Galaxy fan, And it, I say this out of love for team. them, yeah. No, it's true, because, I mean, and it hurts. That's why it yes. hurts so much, to, to see this team fall from grace so badly i mean obviously it's not as bad as 2017 and yes it's an improvement this season and the galaxy front office legitimately try to to uh make a complete 180 from their failed philosophy of right. last year so you know they signed kamara they signed slatan uh, they both they bolster up their their defense but their you know their scouting seems to have failed them there so yes it, it is very uh 
very painful to watch this. Um, going to what you said about Bingham, I don't blame Bingham in this situation, to be perfectly honest with you. Mm-hmm. I think that the defense is letting him down more than anything. Yeah. That's not to say that Bingham doesn't have his faults and hasn't made his mistakes. All but right. I can go back to Brad Guzan and Chivas USA. Not yeah. really much you can do when you have that team in front of you. And, you know, we know that Guzan is a good keeper. He mm-hmm. has been. There's nothing that you could have done to save that team. And Bingham has done his very best to try to keep the Galaxy in the games. And most of the time, he has succeeded in a way where we're not getting blown out or we're not in a bigger hole. Right. Absolutely. So, no, absolutely. So in that sense, I don't want to blame Bingham, but I'm also not praising him. But let's but be I honest. Mean, right, Is right, right. A- I mean, like, just because, like, that goal, you know, that, that ball that almost got picked off of him, like, that's what I'm talking about is, like, I don't know what's going on. And, and like, not to, I mean, because, like you said, like, we've been over the problems and not to just keep reiterating, but, like, I'm trying to, and everybody's turning to me and asking me at the games, like, what's the solution? And everybody's like, can't you criticize Siani? Can't you in your articles, like, do this and that? Can't you ask Siggy? I mean, they're all going to have standard answers, first of all. And second of all, like, I, I don't, like, I don't know. Like you said, like, they've already shot themselves in the foot. Like, they had MLS transfer windows. I mean, I stayed up. I was waiting to hear something, and I'm just praying that they were going to transfer Alessandrini. You were hoping they would transfer Alessandrini? No, I was hoping that they would not. I mean, I'm glad oh. that they didn't. Because that was what that was one of the rumors was that was that Alessandrini it, was going to get transferred, and so I was like staying up. I was like scared. I was like, "What? What are they going to do?" And then they ended up doing nothing, you know, getting that TAM money, which is just I don't even know. Well, don't, yeah, don't I think, actually found that kind of weird. Don't don't think I mean, that they didn't try because I, I, Siggy even said that they they weren't having any luck. So that to me sounds like. They did try to move Alessandrini, and they did try to move mm. other players, but they just. But Alessandrini is the only one who's doing anything. Like. Yeah, yeah, and unfortunately, he goes down with a right leg injury in this match, and he was checked for yeah. an ACL injury on the field, and mm. he's getting an MRI today. Of course, who knows mm-hmm. what the Galaxy is going to tell us? They, you know, they might pull. Yeah, they'll they wait. might pull a, a, a Legette and be like, "Oh, he'll be good in like uh, three to four weeks," and then you mm-hmm. know, six months later, oh, he's working his way back. Well, yep. three to four weeks, and I mean, the season is practically done. Yeah. So, I mean, we're at that point where there isn't much time. So maybe a, 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 an injury that, you know, might have happened in April where you'd be back like in June or, Ju- you know, July and still have more than enough time for a playoff push. An injury here in August, your your season is done if you have that type of an injury. And that's kind of where it's headed. Um, it, it doesn't look good. It was a non-contact injury, which is never a good thing. Um, and you can tell from the despair in his face that yes. he knows it's a lot more severe than just, you know what, I just want to stay off it, it's tight, or mm-hmm. it's something I can come back for in a couple weeks. Let, he was extremely discouraged. No, let's be honest, Lewis. Anytime there's anything bad with Alessandrini, the despair in his face, I mean, he's French. He, you, you see the despair in his face. <laughs> I'm that not, is I'm, the most... I'm, that was the most racist thing I've ever heard, and we live in not, Trump world. Not the chief. Thing I mean, I and I was about Siani to like again. say like, uh, <laughs> no, not him. Is, like, Fuck that guy. Norwegian trash, and I wasn't even sure if we could say that, but like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, worst things many, have been said people, in other podcasts. Not, not many people listen to this show. It's fine. That's I mean, true. I'm not we'll probably about get it. A, we'll probably get a big a, a big bump due to uh, you being on the show, actually. Oh, so, so I look sweet. forward to that. You guys, you're the ones who are in second place on the pod. Uh, no, no. For the LA Galaxy. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think, think so. that's the case anymore. Uh, I don't, I don't think, that, think that's, uh, the, case I don't think that's the case at all. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll start telling my students to listen. Like, here we go. Uh, I mean, I already did, already? but now Thanks I'm going to make sure they do. Their homework <laughs> is. Hey, I've already told them. I share links and stuff. Like, look, and they like being homework. in LA and stuff, um, week, I've supported, every- like, look. Every, Sorry, week go ahead. You te- every week you text us a code word, and then we have to say it in the podcast, and then the students have to answer it on the <laughs> test. Oh, I love it. Yes, we're doing this. Okay. No, I'm serious. Because I can't get them to do regular homework, and I'm like, guys, like, <laughs> and I tell them, you know, if you want to learn English and stuff, like, you got to listen to this there's, stuff. There's enough um, colorful language on this show. Oh, they're, they they're adults, remember? English. I teach, like, I mean, nobody, like, I, I barely look like I passed for my age, but, um. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no they'll they're they're on average 23 years old like they'll be fine <laughs> all right they're gonna they're gonna go back to their home countries and be like guess what i learned fuck san jose 
<laughs> Taekwondo. <laughs> but then I have like uh, well, that's Marlin, an automatic A right there, <laughs> right? And I have Marlon who's in Brazil, and he'll like text and tweet me like Galaxy stuff in the morning. Like, I mean, he's such a big fan now; it's great. That's so great. no, you guys, I'll get you international. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 like it's the so least I could do for having me on to your to your earlier point uh, about the tailgating we we did tailgate a little bit like it was like a flash tailgate because we were supposed to get there around 4:30 we didn't end up actually getting to the But you guys have stadium. kids yeah, like I get it kids, man it's hard <laughs> um, I get it We didn't actually end up getting to the to the stadium to like 5 40 or something like that and so mm-hmm. we had to do like the fastest tailgate ever uh but we managed to do i know it. i was grilled, thinking that thing beer. was so hot when you put it back in the car i was like what's he doing right now no it, it wasn't it wasn't hot anymore <laughs> no i know i'm just saying. uh i've seen i've trust me i've seen that all-state commercial with the chaos oh the my chaos God. guy <laughs> Um, can you say that or is that or like is there like a disclaimer so that we don't what all they can sponsor. send us money if we if they want to send us <laughs> money hope. they can send us money but i was going to say i i brought <laughs> I brought uh, some new, some new people. First time ever at, at a Galaxy game. Oh yeah. Uh, one of the, the the my friend Shannon works with me. She's one of the PAs here on on the show that I work for, and uh, her boyfriend was had just moved into town from Colorado, so that was their first Galaxy game. And I was re- I was like, oh man, it's gonna be an easy like Minnesota win. It's, I mean, I Minnesota was thinking win. this win over Minnesota should be good. You know, it should it should make them a fan. Uh, thankfully, they had a good time at the at the flash tailgate that we had, and, <laughs> and you know we had we had good conversations with with uh, with them, and then mm-hmm. we went into the we went into the match, and and as far as I know, they they had a good time. But it was, I mean, it I'm was sure that a draw is okay for them. Yeah, it was disappointing. Uh, Max uh, Shannon's boyfriend is a big Zlatan Ibrahimovic fan. Uh, oh. Actually, she didn't even know that he was a, he was he was into soccer, and then he was like, "Oh, I want to go see." Zlatan when I when I move over there so I, I you know I offered them oh, wow. tickets uh, so they were they were happy about that and unfortunately Zlatan couldn't get a goal for them he hit the post I know I expected him to get the 500 right there I expect him to get to like 505 against Minnesota oh, well right right I mean and, and, and aside only... from that free kick he wasn't actually close to getting a goal no not he at was all. completely ineffective Gio in was that closer. game he was oh, <laughs> yeah God. if it, if Gio missed two sitters. In my dude, right? Oh, he missed. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna say one. I think the other one. Uh, I'm. I'm. I. I know which two you're talking about. I think one <laughs> for what we're paying him. Yeah, he, he needs to bury that. I think he needs to bury both. I'm gonna say one as a sitter, and the other one. You know, if it was anybody else, I think it'd be forgiving. But because of who he is, yeah. I think you're going to be the most expensive player on our team. Uh, mm-hmm. You better be scoring uh, those goals. Uh, but all in all, aside from his lack of finishing, I actually thought he had a pretty good first half. I actually thought that he did a lot of good things um, with the offense. It, it actually almost seemed like they were in sync. Uh, so, um, that's and not I think really, that's Siggy not really even problem, said it, uh, after the after the game that the game changed. Okay, guys, uh, you're going to have to give me one second because apparently my internet dropped out, so I am trying to rejoin the podcast, and then I'll get Lewis to reiterate his point that uh, the offense was actually clicking in this game. I don't think that was ever a problem. I think the problem, again, is always the defense because the defense is always the problem with this team. All right, let's see if I can get back. Uh, uh, Lewis and Michelle. Yeah, hey, you're back. I dropped out, so obviously everything that Lewis was saying, I did not catch. So, Lewis, please. Don't worry. The offense was I, clicking. I, I think, go ahead. I, I, vamped, I vamped in between, so go, please continue. Offense was clicking. Go. I, I'm pretty sure that uh, you did yourself a favor. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he just covered Geo, and then I went in about how uh, Minnesota's like first goal, you could see you could see it coming. Um, that's all. Now you're caught up. All right. Yeah, I, I, I said Geo had a, had a good first half. Uh, everything was clicking, uh, minus the uh, the scoring opportunity. Second half, he comes off uh, with an injury, and uh, offense doesn't look as potent anymore. So, um, agree or disagree there, I- I'm not sure. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, again, the Galaxy scored two goals. 
if you're mm-hmm. scoring two goals a game, you should be winning that game. Yeah. Yes. And, it's still, uh, and, and legit, my- legit too. Like I have to say, like it, it wasn't just anyone. Like you know, we've been, you know, he's he's the boy. He's the one that that started off uh, the comeback back on March 31st against LAFC. So you know, when he comes off the bench or anytime you see him, you 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 know that he can make things happen. And and that's why, like a lot of people say, okay, like the Galaxy. I say the Galaxy don't lack talent. And I know it looks like when Siani and Gio and everybody's just kind of like standing around, but I mean. For how much everybody's getting paid and why they're on the team, they're they're a capable team. So that's like why it's extra frustrating that I don't know why they can't get it together. The chemistry, they were gelling. Like I don't like I don't understand. Yeah, here's here's the thing though about the Galaxy and their talent. They have talented players, and they can sometimes connect and mesh and and, and do well. The problem for me is not so much the lack of talent; it's the lack of effort that I see. A lot of the time. Oh, that too. That, oh, yeah. Like I said, no pressure. Yeah. That first goal. That first goal. Siani just kind of gives up. Like he loses his man so easily. Who, who was that? Boxel. He loses that guy. Yeah, so I didn't even easily. know. Yeah. And the guy beats him. The guy beats him to the near post. I mean, it's it's ridiculous that we're paying these guys to play this game and they're not putting in maximum maximum effort every time. I mean, a callback to and a callback to balls and beers in which Kelly kept referencing Deadpool, all I want to see is just maximum effort. Yeah. Yes, like like Alessandrini. Now he's not going to be there. I need, like, who's going to step it up now? Ola? Like, because Alessandrini will defend, he'll attack. Like, that's who he is. And that's why, like, it's it's really frustrating well, now. And well, sure, we could have Zlatan do Zlatan things. The, the, for me, obviously, losing Alessandrini is, that's a big loss. You you had a guy who has been scoring mm-hmm. um, off the bench, uh, even as a starter. I mean, he, he was doing it all the past. I mean, maybe Chris so. Pontius. I mean, but the thing is, is that eh, you got to remember that Chris Pontius is has been a starter, and yeah. he's been doing fine. Um, he yeah. hasn't been on the score sheet the last few games, but there was a time where he was on the score sheet for like six, seven games in a row. Yeah, he's yep. perfectly of, uh, capable of picking up the slack, and he was a big X factor during that nine, nine game unbeaten streak. But for me, I think the talent is there, and the effort. I, I think David is right on this. I think the effort yeah. only comes when your back is to the wall. For me personally, I almost want to be down at halftime. We shouldn't be down, right? But I want to be down at halftime because yeah. whatever happens in that locker room, oh whatever happens God. to that mindset, saying, "Okay, we got forty-five minutes to come back from two goals," and I've seen the Galaxy do it plenty of times. It's not the smartest tactic, yeah, but it's certainly the most effective one. I and just hate being called a second-half team, though. Like I hate that. Well, the, for for me, I think part of it also has to do with mentality. Mm. I mean, I, I, I think that there is something because I don't think the Galaxy can hold a lead. I don't think I, I think it's a mentality yeah. of I don't need to score. I just need to defend. And now it's just become psychological. If you know that defense is your Achilles heel and you're focusing on defense and you're thinking about it, obviously you're going to be, you know, you know, the more you think about something, the more likely it is that you're going to mess up. You are so, so right. When we were up 2-1, and it seemed like the Galaxy had parked the bus, and that's where that second Minnesota goal came from. I was like, it's too early to park the bus now. So so is that the is that the team on the field making that decision to go into that defensive shell, or is that the instruction they're getting from Siggy? I think it's a mental thing from the players, to be perfectly honest. I'm pretty sure Siggy is not telling – even as a defensive coach, he has to be aware that – defense is his weakness and you you're just gonna have to outscore your opponents i have no problem parking the bus when it's called for i mean if you have right. two goals and you're controlling the midfield why give it up continue right. to go and get a third goal if you're up by one goal you got five minutes left and you've already kind of lost control of the ball fine park the bus and try to hang on and man but, there was five minutes of stoppage time like they had so many chances to to win that all you have to do is keep running through Minnesota and you can score on them and there were a couple times where I mean during the injury time the galaxy had most of the possession anyway so you know Minnesota was more than happy to take the draw um, yeah the galaxy I mean easily could have scored and let's go ahead and talk about that non penalty call 
at the last oh, second hell. of the game because <laughs> I know we don't want to talk about it. We have to talk about it. Um, once again, VAR fails to show up. A referee just absolutely refuses to use VAR. At this point, why even have it? Yeah, and it was a legit need for it, you know? And, yeah, Could- I mean... It's just, it's just really, really upsetting. Go ahead. Louis, I, I don't know if you've – maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm seeing what I want to see. But I feel like the trend after the World Cup has been that VAR is being used a lot less in MLS because it's not just the only – this is not the only game where there was, like, egregious lack of Oh, there of was, like uh, – yeah, in Seattle's last game, I think. Uh, it, it, was that the Columbus it was, game? The, no, the, there was a Columbus game uh, this past week against uh, – DC United? No, not DC United. Um, ah, I'm drawing. Was it against DC United? Uh, Houston against Houston. Okay, that's right. It was against Houston. Houston. Yeah. Uh, compl- I mean, it was way offside. They they had another uh, VAR decision uh, a few weeks ago when they were down by two goals, and uh, they they had uh, some guy just, you know, fell in the box. There was no contact, and without going to VAR, he just said penalty kick. Oh, I no. mean, I kind of was, feel uh... like. Mm- that was Orlando. That was against Orlando. Yeah. yeah. No, I just kind of feel like maybe the reason why VAR this match didn't end up coming up with the Galaxy because I did see even Legit and Zlatan like trying to to get fouls like before that, like kind of crying wolf. And like, of course, that's like okay, it can be a tactic. But I think when it was a legit penalty is when it kind of counted against us. And I mean, like, look, as as angry as I am about VAR failing us and that ref can go fuck himself. Um, I don't want to win like that, though. You know what I mean? I mean, I know I want wins, but considering everything that's going on, so I mean, okay, it's like, so of course it didn't happen. So, so let me let me say a couple things in regards sure. to what you just said. Number one, you're right. I don't want to win like that. However, a foul in the box is a foul in the box. Absolutely. I mean, if it's a legitimate foul and it was a legitimate scoring chance, and let's be honest, Zlatan had position. Yeah. He's getting ready. He saw it. That's a. Le- I mean, whether or not he scores it is a different story. You were denied a scoring chance. It was a foul in the box. That's a penalty. Number two, I will say that if you leave it in the hands of a ref, ch- I mean, we talked about this. You should not even have been 2-2 at that point anyway. You right. should have been winning the game. Yeah. So you cannot blame the ref for the law lo- or the, the draw. You you cannot blame the ref for not giving us the opportunity to win. You should have already been in that position to begin. Yes. Absolutely. Number three. The replays that were shown of the of the plan question, I don't want to say there was not enough video evidence to overturn it, but the camera angles were a little off where it was really hard to tell if there was contact or not or what type of contact. My argument, and it wouldn't go well for if even if the bar is used, my argument is Zlatan has position on the defender. He is mm-hmm. ahead of him. There is no reason for him to dive. That is yeah. my argument. And that obviously yeah. wouldn't fly in the VAR room. But my yeah. argument is there is absolutely no reason for him to die because he has position on the defender. This is the dying moments of the game. And you know Zlatan is going to want to take that chance rather than, mm, let's just get a penalty. No, nope, <laughs> right. I want no, that ball. It's yeah. coming right me. He is yeah. salivating. It's, you're right. It's right not in now. his character. Yeah. And it's not his character to do something like that. That guy is not going to go down. There's no reason for him to go down in that situation unless you actually was tripped. Even if there was minimal contact, you and it looked like the contact is low. It's not high. So it looks like the feet got tangled up Yeah, the way he went down. I mean, there's no reason for him to fall down that way. I was standing right behind the Lars um, cheering. And I, I mean, t- from where I was standing, yeah, that should have been a penalty. I mean, I, 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 like I said, I mean, from my and maybe I am wearing those blue and gold glasses, but in my <laughs> opinion, that's a penalty kick. At the very least, it has to go to VAR and let them make that de- and let them make that decision, even if it's the wrong decision, which right. I can criticize after. Right. At least but it should have been middle. used. Tell me that you're doing your job. Yes. Because at this point, the the the, the refereeing in this league, the arrogance yeah. of these refs is baffling. You have and we've been seeing be arrogant that. about. There's nothing of pride that you can say about yourself and the, this entire you know, organization of refs. They are an embarrassment to the league. It's a constant black eye to the league. And it's only getting worse with 
now that they have a tool that can help them out and they refuse to use it. The arrogance is absolutely ridiculous. And we have talked about this in our many arguments that we had about U.S. soccer and the, the culture and the mentality. And that is a prime example of it, is the arrogance in the U.S. soccer culture and the federation that they're just not willing to learn. I've hit my peak and mm-hmm. I will not do anything else. This is, the, this is the week it all comes crashing down, Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, look, we drop points. And again, we drop points in a week mm-hmm. where the Galaxy could have really taken advantage of, of the other results in the West. LAFC lost. Portland lost. Yeah. Dallas lost. Dallas lost. We could yeah. If we would have won this game, let's forget the the ones the other two games that we dropped yeah. in that we talked to death. If we would have won this Three. game, I think we would have <laughs> we would have gone up to second place. We would have gone so, up to uh, oh, actually we would have gone up to third place, one point behind second yeah. place. Mm. And to and, and to just draw Minnesota at home is just like it's embarrassing. It's, it is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Uh, especially Minnesota, given that especially given that the 2017 team. Tied, yeah. the, tied the worst home record on a win to Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, it, it, uh, yeah, yeah, with hosting Minnesota. With Jazzy artists in the back line. <laughs> um, Minnesota has, uh, up until last Saturday, only had one draw the entire season. And you, you couldn't, I mean, you allowed them to take a point away at home it's uh, well we talked this to death it's frustrating and Mm -hmm, it's it's mm -hmm. it hurts it's uh we're gonna be looking back at this Uh, i said it in the colorado i have to write this to death so yeah (laughs) yeah so you understand the pain as well Um, but i mean we we can we can talk about the san jose game the dc united game i said you're probably gonna circle the colorado game you might add this one Seattle is surging. They are yeah. un- eight, eight games unbeaten. They have a five-game winning streak, including wins against NYCFC and Dallas this past weekend. They are currently sitting in eighth place in the Western Conference. They are only three points behind RSL, who is sitting in that final playoff spot, and Seattle has one game up on them. Now, here's the thing. I have a feeling that Seattle is going to make the playoffs. They're surging, I think, with the addition of uh, Rui Diaz. Um, I think they're going to do enough to get into this into the playoffs in a very weak Western Conference. However, yeah. here's the thing. In doing that, you're going to have to knock off one team because, as I said, the other teams that are outside the playoff bubble, Vancouver, I don't think they're making the playoffs. Minnesota, not making the playoffs. Houston, not making the playoffs. Colorado, not making the playoffs. San Jose, <laughs> okay. So that leaves... <laughs> Seattle with any sort of threat to the top six right now. So one of those, so either RSL, the Galaxy, or LAFC, who are currently sitting in fifth place. Um, I don't think Portland's going to be in any sort of trouble. I think they they have like they have three games on uh, on us, two games on Dallas. Uh, So I'm I'm assuming that they would find results in you know some of those games there. Uh, it's going to be one of those three. One of those three teams is going to be out of the playoffs. I'm hoping it's LAFC. Yeah. Uh, with with their remaining schedule, it, it's hard for me to say that that's the case. Uh, LAFC will play RSL mm-hmm. uh, in their next game on Wednesday, I believe. So, you know, go RSL. But yeah. um, I, I, it could very well be the Galaxy. Um, and that's what I'm worried about. I mean, let's face it. Like, we were talking about bottom-tier teams. Like, we beat Orlando because they got Zlatan. Yeah, exactly. I actually think a lot of us, someone made a point online uh, talking about if you take away Zlatan's goals, um, yeah. you know, uh, how, how or if Zlatan wasn't on the team and you take away his goals, uh, how many where of these would the points, yeah. where would the Galaxy I, be? I, I believe this is the MVP conversation. Uh, <laughs> yeah, theoretically, this is correct. I, I, I think that... Um, I mean, when you're talking about MVP, obviously, you know that Joseph Martinez is going to run away with this. 
the only argument that you have is if Joseph Martinez was not on Atlanta, Atlanta would still be a very good team. They would still be at the top or near the top of the Eastern Conference. If you take away Zlatan from the Galaxy, you might see a repeat of 2017. And up until maybe about a couple months ago, we were seeing a repeat. Statistically, we were seeing a repeat of 2017 as they were on pace with the 2017 team. Uh, we pulled away during that nine-game unbeaten streak. But without Zlatan, you know what? We might be looking at a mirror image. It's, and it's scary to believe that we may even be looking at a worse team than last season. Mm, not uh, not record-wise. But, no, I but don't say more, that. <laughs> not record-wise, but the potential versus the actual is it's a huge, huge gap. Uh, because a team with Zlatan, as, as we've talked about earlier in the year, a team with Zlatan, a team with uh, with the Alessandrini, a team with Ola Kamara, it's already mm-hmm. it, the expectations are already sky high. Last year, your star was Alessandrini, who was kind of an unknown at that point, and I don't know Ari Lasseter. Who was the other? Who was the other? Jazzy's artist was your other sort of. Um, no, it was no. Let, let's be honest. Look, Zardis was never the issue. Look at him scoring goals in Columbus now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know you're gonna. I know you're gonna say Gio. He's got more goals than he had in the last two years with the Galaxy. Right. Right. No, right, absolutely, right. absolutely. Uh, he, I, I, I do believe that he needed a change of scenery, and I'm very happy for him. Um, I'm still not gonna say that he's national team caliber, and I've been no, saying no, that no, for years. Right. No, right. I, I, I stand by that. Nobody said that. I said. I said he's a decent <laughs> MLS player, and I like him. Uh, at the time when he was scoring goals with the Galaxy, look, I like what he's doing, but I think there's some uh, deception there. And when they wanted to buy him, I think there was a, a team from Belgium and a team from Norway that wanted him. I said, you know what? I know he's scoring goals, but you need to sell him, and they're going to see that that you know that there's something that's not really there. Well, it ended up being true, um, and you know he actually did. Um, do very well in the beginning of the season against, against Columbus, but he has kind of evened out. Uh, he's got some penalty kicks in there that you know it counts toward his goal total and uh, a couple gifts from the refs. But I was say, he got that offside goal last week. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, either way, I, I like you said, uh, Jazzy's artist wasn't the problem. Uh, even even Gio wasn't the problem. We knew that there was internal problems. The philosophy of that fo was the problem. Uh, Vianna right. and Klein were the problem. They continued right, because then, to be the yeah. problem. Yeah, because so, after we changed the coach, that's what I'm... I'm not saying Siggy shouldn't be out. What I'm just saying is, like, he can't be sole blame because, because yes, we have last season for reference. It's, um... <sighs> I mean, lack of effort, like you keep saying. It, it, I mean, it, it has to be something... I mean, if the coach... I, I find it difficult to say that the coach isn't getting through to the players because because they're a second half team. Mm. It, it it shows that, that that there's something there that Siggy understands and the players can follow direction and take into account that yes, we need to do this differently and we need this mentality and it happens. The problem is, is you know, you're not doing that for the full ninety minutes. Right. Well that I'm... can also be that can also be put on the coach who maybe doesn't have the correct game plan going into the game, sees the problem, oh, shit, I messed up. I know how to fix it, though. <laughs> oh, crap. And he I put, does it. I, oh, crap, I put Siani and Shelvik in the lineup again. Ugh. <laughs> Stupid me. <laughs> oh. He, keeps, you know, he so... keeps doing it. But, Lewis, I mean, to to your point about, about you know, the coaching staff and and the lack of preparedness, then, you know, again, you're you're not doing your job. You're – you have you have a, a staff who's out there who's supposed to be scouting games, who's supposed to be scouting your opponents, putting together a game plan, even if it's not Siggy doing it. He has people under him that are supposed to be doing it, and then yeah. Siggy has to go and see the adjustments and make them. You look at a situation right. like you have in Orlando where things are bubbling over, even with the coach. It's a bad environment for those players, yeah. and I think that that's yeah. what the Galaxy have been suffering from over the last three years. But it's nobody's – well, Zlatan hasn't killed anyone yet, but that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> but but here's the thing. At the beginning of the season, you remember how we were lauding 
Siggy Schmidt and all his acquisitions and how all these guys were getting along in the locker room and it was completely different from last season, I still think that holds true. I don't think that there's a locker room issue right now. No, I don't see it. I mean, honestly, it's kind of funny. I follow them on Instagram and I watch your stories and Sebastian Legit's a jokester and he's always joking with Zlatan. Like, everybody seems cool. I mean, it's natural. Yeah. You're frustrated. I'm sorry, but nobody is ever going to top that amazing practical joke that Robbie Keane played on Geo. Uh, no, no, with the ever will, but <laughs> oh my god! But, 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 but this is where yeah. I, but this is where I go back. Where yes, maybe maybe Siggy isn't necessarily putting out the correct game plan to start the game, but I also believe that this could be. I actually want to say more uh, seventy thirty in uh, in uh, the players' fault because I said I think it's more a mental uh, a mentality. I honestly believe that there's. Uh, this psychological block that the players have that, uh, unfortunately, Siggy really can't get out of them. Who's who's um, who's responsible, though? Who's responsible for that, to get them out of that? I mean, to get them out of that funk? I mean, uh, really, ultimately, like... it is... Ultimately, it is... It, it does uh, fall uh, under Siggy to get these guys on the same page, to get these guys mentally prepared, and I understand that. But sometimes that's a lot harder to do maybe they all just need about... to hang out together like outside but, of work <laughs> but i don't well that's, well that's the thing i don't think it's a chemistry issue i don't think it's a mm. locker room issue i just think it's individual just i i don't have to make the effort yet well, here's what my back say. is what my if, back is not against the wall like why do they keep putting like three on, on the back though like i mean formation maybe also is a thing i mean i know the midfield's like crowded and we have people like Lasseter and Bradford Jamerson, fourth, who can come in and, and, you know, they haven't had enough minutes, but it's like, you know, I just feel like what we're doing isn't working and insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. But the thing is, is that the three, five, two has been the most effective lineup for us. It's the other lineups that have been completely ineffective. The, the three, five, two gives us that. First of all, the three, five, two is a very, uh, it's complicated, but it's very offensive. Um, it can switch back and forth, but the way that we're using our wingbacks, which aren't wingbacks, you know, that's also a handicap. But with the personnel that we have, when we brought in Zlatan, when we have Kamara, now you have to play uh, two forwards. You have to do it. We've had Kamara in the midfield, which, yes, he was scoring, mm -hmm. but we were putting him out of position. We had so many midfielders. We had, you know, a defense that needed help. The four four two wasn't working. The four five one isn't gonna work. Um, the three five two is the most effective for the personnel that we have. But again, that falls on the front office, and that falls on Siggy and the GM bringing in players that, you know, what maybe you don't fit in uh, uh, in this system. However, which is all, yeah, what you said. However, yeah. we all know that in preparing for the season, we weren't expecting Zlatan to sign. So Zlatan was like an extra guy that kind of threw everything, you know, all of our strategy out the window. So, so things, it's a good thing to have. So but... things really would have been worse. Right, you're right. Yeah, That's I agree with saying. you. And and so like all we can do is move forward and we have to look and wait and see what's going to happen tomorrow. And then when I go up to Seattle, you know, that's that's what we're going to have to see. And they don't start waking up. We're going to be the ones who are going to be knocked out of that of oh, that lineup, like you said. We're certainly counting on you to, to bring the luck. Yeah, to Seattle. Uh, I'm working on it, and I'm gonna do all that I can. I'm gonna start. I don't know, putting rosemary on the doorways. I don't know what to start doing. Yeah, like, keep all your keep all your change in your left pocket. The bruja stuff. Exactly. You know? like, yes. I gotta work on this. <laughs> so, at this point. <laughs> all right, so let's go ahead and wrap this up, guys. Uh, we have two games this week. Uh, we got a, we got a game tomorrow night. As of this recording, we play against Colorado yet again. So it's a revenge game, which is sad for me to say that playing <laughs> yeah, against Colorado know, right? is a revenge game. Uh, but this one is at home. We're going to have Zlatan. He, sh he misses goals. His opportunity to score 500 against Minnesota. I got to figure he's going to do it in Colorado. Um, yeah. At the we have no update on Alessandrini. We just know that as of right now, it's a uh, leg injury. He went underwent an MRI, which have not... Uh, the, the results of that said MRI have not been revealed, and I doubt and that will be revealed I, I dare anytime I say, soon. 
Like, Geo's doing okay now, right? <laughs> uh, also, no word on Geo, no official word. I gotta figure that both of these guys are out for at least the yeah. Colorado game. So we got uh, legit. We got legit, but here's the problem that we had uh, oh. against uh, Colorado when we were criticizing Siggy, or people were criticizing Siggy for not yeah. bringing in offensive players. Well, you're gonna have um, you're gonna have Geo missing, so you're gonna have to slot in someone from there. Alessandrini's missing. You're gonna have to put in another midfielder. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have to put in probably Emma. You're gonna put in Legit. Guess what? You're not gonna have offensive players on the uh, the bench anymore. So that doesn't bode well. So same type of problem uh, yep. uh, with Colorado the second time. So yeah. um, you're gonna have that. However, um, you're at home now. I-, I gotta figure the same way in Colorado. You, you have enough firepower. You have Zlatan now. You have Kamara. Kamara can really shine too. Yeah. yeah, he's he's due. Like you should should be winning this game. There, uh, again, there is no excuses. This is now a no, must game. No, and I'm so salty at my fellow MLS females. Like I need Galaxy to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we, we need yeah, to get back on do. track because uh, yes, back on track. You know, uh, we got a couple games. Uh, uh, you know that. Um, like, again, you should be winning. LAFC is like doing really shitty too so yeah but lafc has rsl in colorado the next two I know, days before they I know. play us I hate it so, but you know i remember minnesota trashed them so maybe i mean yeah. i'm not counting i'm not counting on this like for us to be able to stay in by other teams doing bad but that's right. where we are <laughs> but that's the western conference for you yep. and then our second game we go to seattle um a much tougher game you're on the road you're playing on turf zlatan is probably not going to travel to that game because no, they he do won't. play on on turf uh, so no Zlatan, no Alessandrini, possibly no Geo. You're going to go back to a 4-5-1 when you're down uh, a forward. You're down two midfielders. Again, you're not going to have any offensive weapons off the bench. You still yeah. have your your French and Norwegian cheese defense <laughs> against an extremely surging Seattle who is as confident as they've ever been the entire season. Um uh, as always, l- listen to Balls and Beers for our predictions, but I can tell you right now that that game is significantly tougher than the one uh, at home in, in Colorado. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's not an well, encouraging game. Uh, I think maybe like two months ago when Seattle couldn't buy a goal or a victory, uh, it would have been a game we were saying, okay, we should be able to win this game, but with the circumstances surrounding it, um, it has become a hell of a lot tougher. And uh, that that is probably why Colorado is a must win on it is. Tuesday. So, well, um, are you guys going to be there? Um, I really, really wanted to go, um, but uh, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to make. I, it. Mean, I actually I'm, wanted I'm, to. Take I'm coming a, straight after work, so. Uh, well, I'm actually uh, today was my first day of a six week vacation. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so I was at today was day number one. Uh, I'm using my baby bonding time, so my, my, my girlfriend goes back to work actually tomorrow. And mm-hmm. so uh, I will have the baby all day for uh, every day for six weeks. Yeah. Pray for Ethan. And and and, <laughs> listeners, be and listeners, if you want a fun experiment, like just follow along the progress of like, how disheveled Lewis is going to sound week by week. <laughs> like by week oh, six. Oh, wait till next like, Monday. I can't do this anymore. Which, yeah, the, I'll be here. The, <laughs> I'm here for the, it. The, the sad thing would be is like it would be perfectly masked because if the galaxy are losing, that's just the mask behind it oh, when it's no. really just like, oh, my God, there's so much shit in this diaper. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my talking God. about the baby. Oh, my there's, there's my title. There's so much shit in this diaper. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, I, I won't be at this game either. I actually traded, okay. I actually traded my tickets uh, to be able to, to take uh, my friends uh, oh, to, to cool. the last game. But we will all be at the game versus LAFC. Yes, and I'll be carpooling in with Bobby. Yes. Uh, I am I'm going to that game, correct? Yes, you are. <laughs> all right, I cool, was cool. wondering, like, oh, well, anyway, we can talk about this after we hang out. But, yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah, so uh, I think that'll also be my next game, uh, the LAFC game. I really wanted to go to this Tuesday game, uh, mainly because I felt that it was this game that Zlatan would get his 500, but... Yeah. You know, we'll see. 
Well, I yeah, figured, we'll I figured that uh, the reason that, that he was kind of being a little bit more reserved against Minnesota was because the Galaxy are going to give away, like, T-shirts or, or something like that. So they're like, yeah, um, if you could wait until there's, like, six or 7,000 people in the stadium on a Tuesday night against Colorado, that would be helpful to us. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> that way we don't have to get that many shirts printed. Yeah. I mean, look, Zlatan started for Minnesota and the stadium looked empty. I mean, 24,000 for us looks empty. Well, so it just tells you the state of the galaxy right more, now. Still more than more than uh, LAFC can fit in their building. That's because their capacity is 22,000. Yeah. Anyways, thank you, gentlemen, for having me. Oh, <laughs> uh, Ed, you are always welcome on this podcast. Uh, we are very proud to say that... Uh, we are glad that we were your firsts. Yes, yes, <laughs> and, you and my favorites. So, 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 listeners, if you want to hear more of Michelle and less of Bobby. <laughs> oh, my. I don't know about that. I just meant, like, <laughs> add me on, you know, uh, add no, me on to this. Uh, it's, it's the Hunger Games on this thing. Uh, wait, is that the right reference? I don't even. I don't even. And know look at that. that. Look at that. And Bobby, the quote-unquote favorite, is going to be knocked out by a girl. <laughs> that's okay we believe in equality obviously bobby girls can be the favorites too uh (laughs) poor lewis i'm just kidding (laughs) again i'm i'm nobody's favorite uh all right so guys i uh, I, I, you cannot drop down when you're right at the bottom (laughs) fair all right everybody oh wait wait that's right remember we gotta tell the the earthquakes that (laughs) <laughs> last place wait what what fuck. i said you gotta tell the san jose earthquake that you can't drop more down when you're already at the bottom uh, oh yeah. listen you can't drop more down if you're already in san jose so <laughs> fair enough True. all right guys <laughs> <laughs> all right guys that's gonna do it for episode number 125 i'm gonna go ahead and call this episode french and norwegian cheese thank you guys for listening do all the things <laughs> Uh, for thank you so much for myself, Lewis, and Michelle. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. Bye. Later. Yes, there we go. There it is. All right, bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to LA is Our House. Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you in the next episode.